You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Do you do you want to do the intro? We don't really have an intro. We, we don't. Just, we kind we of suck. just like, all right. Well, hey, we're here and we're, we're talking and stuff. We do things with microphones. It's cool sometimes. All right, so once upon a time, okay, so a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, actually it was um, two aisles over. Two aisles over last year at Comic Con. <laughs> uh, we had we were just rambling aimlessly about spider genocide, uh, and and that's when the idea for Tales for the Con side was born. Uh, and part of that conversation was Tom, and and surprise, here Tom's here. Poof. He resurfaced. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Except, well, that was the way station that he was on right. that year. But now you're on Tales from the Con side, which if so it finally happened. It's for real now. It's legit. And it's, like so it. we've come like full it. circle here because you're on the show. What a difference the year makes. I know. <laughs> Things can happen. <laughs> hey, go figure. You know what, guys? You know what, guys, with studios, you can actually launch a show. <laughs> And Tom is just coming off an amazing uh, Kickstarter for Penny for Your Soul, which yep, is... Yep, we just finished that uh, Tuesday night. Um, it was hyper stressful and super cool. And um, yeah, we had it was a record-breaking thing for us, anyway. Um, it was the most, uh, most money we made. It's the most backers we've had. Um, it was great. It was fantastic. I know you're glowing right now. You're like, Woo-hoo! ah! Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my aura. Mm-hmm. You're a happy guy. I am. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. It's, it's all. I mean, obviously, it's great to have a successful Kickstarter, but this one went even beyond what we were, you know, I don't know if I was expecting, but hoping for. Right. Uh, we, we got even beyond our hopes and dreams, as they say, and uh, and I, you know, I can't be happier. And, and thank you guys all for for taking part. Yes, thank you for supporting indie creators. That's the truth. We got to eat too, man. <laughs> We have dreams and we got to eat. So now I can have ramen only six days a week. Well, <laughs> at the con, all we can eat is like popcorn, soft pretzels, and cotton candy and meat sticks, and some pizza occasionally. I don't or, know. That's that, that pizza looked rough. It honestly wasn't bad, but I should have eaten it while it was warm. As soon as it got cold, it turned into like a brick. Uh, <laughs> well, it's con pizza. I know. Yeah, it ain't nothing fancy, but you know, conventions. What are you gonna do? You got to eat what you got to eat. All right. So we're here at Motor City Comic Con, by we the way. We are. We did not mention that. And we are all scarred, or at least I am, <laughs> by the kid that's walking around in jean shorts and a backpack, and that's it. No shirt. Is he wearing shoes? Like, kid, put on a shirt. Like, I want to. Next time he walks by, I'm just going to give him one of our shirts. <laughs> you should. I mean, like, you you damn look it, cold. Kid, damn it, kid, put on a shirt. <laughs> and he's walking fast. It's like there's so much stuff to look at and see. And he's like running. Like, what? What are you doing? Well, if you were walking through here with no shirt on, you'd probably walk fast too. So, yeah. <laughs> no other. Everyone else would be walking fast away from me. So I feel like I got to introduce the new segment to the con series with the cosplayers because all this time it's always been how do you poop right with these extravagant I've seen a few of those we've right. seen one guy was like i straight up wanted to go up to him and ask him we have to add another element or another segment to how do you poop and it's please for the love of god will you put on a cup guy <laughs> um these guys that are in like these yeah, yeah. spider-man and you know deadpool costumes are just so they're they're bag flopping out for like the world to see. You know what religion they are. It there needs 
We need to hand out cups, and we need to hand out like. Are you listening, Tron guy? Tron, Look at you. Yes. <laughs> I don't need to see your berries and your little twig. Um, it's it's brutal. Franks and beans. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Like. Don't you like look when you when you cosplay? Don't you look in the mirror and go like, "All right, you know, check, I'm good." Like, don't like, dude, my bag's hanging out. Like, can I please like wear a cup? Like, I'm just like, why? Why would you not wear like under like? Why would you like? I don't know, throw it. No, throw a rolled up sock in there. Right. Something. A Pierre Cardin cologne bottle like down the thigh. <laughs> like, Only Bob would say that. I no, feel. actually, only Bob would do that. No, that I would do that. no, I did that. Uh, I, I was uh, Dirk Diggler and Bo was a uh, roller girl at a Halloween party. Oh, nice. I had skin tight lime uh, polyester pants, bell bottoms with white platform shoes, and I put a Pierre Cardin bottle down my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just pictured that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The, the mushroom lining uh, jacket and the big fro. It was, I look glorious, yeah. I- Glorious wasn't the word I was thinking, but okay, we'll go with right, that. right, right. <laughs> so usually on this show we talk about like you know what happens behind the con table, and me and Tom, you know, been talking about some stuff for like I, we've been we've been talking for like hours now. You've taken up a lot of my time. I know I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> uh, she does that. I'm the worst. <laughs> but we're talking about. I, I asked him before the show, like, so you know what. Do you have any stories about, you know, like what happens when you're at your table? And what was it that you said to me? Um, well, most of the, most of our stories revolve around uh, people coming to the booth and, and basically, I don't know, I guess, say, making snap decisions on what we do based on, you know, our variant covers and our pinups and, and that sort of thing right. versus what's actually on the inside. Literally doing what we've never been, what we've all been taught not to do, which is judging a book by its cover. Right. Um, so... <laughs> You know, and and I do get it because hey, look, there's there's a pinup girl and there's a pinup girl and there's you know whatever, there's a vampire girl and whatever. But it's like instead of just coming up to the booth and just like rolling your eyes at us or, or giving us that under the breath gasp or whatever. Oh my god, you're so sexy. Yeah, yeah, there it know. is. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god. All right, Judgy McJudge. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you don't even you don't even know how close to home this is right now after some shit that went down yesterday. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, David, that's a you, you, Dave had the king of all stories for behind the table today. The guy that got gave you the card. Oh, oh my, my gosh! So, dude, like I didn't even know this was a thing. Dude walks up to me and like he was like, "Hey, when are you going to be recording?" I'm he like, had, like I don't a know. portfolio book. Kind of he was way, like, yeah. you know, he was like, "Oh, he's like, oh, he's like, well, uh, you know, stop by. I'm uh, doing a little pop up uh, pop up show. My art's going to be for sale." And he hands me his card and he flips his card over and he goes, "It's in my hotel room." And wow. he walks away. It's yeah. definitely a pop-up. I, but felt, not I felt like I needed, I needed an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Room number and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and, hit, it's, and it's in the hotel it, we're staying at, which is worse. You know we're getting oh, no. drunk and going there at like 2.30 this morning. <laughs> you know it's no. going to happen. Like, we're just going to like, we're going to, everybody that's at the after party, we're getting drunk and we're all Ubering back to the hotel and we are all banging on his door at like 2.30 this morning. I want to buy some shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's dangerous to give out your. I would numbers. like one art, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for him for putting himself out there, but I would like one art, please. Don't, don't, don't do that. What do you got for twenty dollars? He's gonna answer the door naked and like have a gun. It's not gonna be cute, so just don't do it. 
That's my opinion. I'm already expecting to walk in and he's going to have like a clown suit and a crawl space. A gun would be light work as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, my God. Gotta, you know, walk in. Here's the lotion to put on its skin. Oh, God. Some people. But, yeah. And he, so what you were saying, Tom, is that people are judging because oh, yeah. you have women on your covers. Sure. So sometimes their midriffs are showing. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed your covers. I, we appreciate I, I, it. I, I, we appreciate it. Well, and, and here's the thing, and this is what, for me, and I don't know, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, I generally try to educate the people at, as, as to what they're looking at, not just from the, from book to book, but why this exists versus why it doesn't exist maybe somewhere else. And and the basic answer is, is hey, look, the comic book industry is not this little tiny circle of of hey, we buy comics and we read comics. It's, hey, there's guys who buy and read comics. Hey, there's guys who buy two covers of the same book. Hey, there's guys who collect, you know, the art only in some right. cases. Um, there's guys who uh, like pinup stuff. There's guys who like cool gun stuff. I mean, there's no one way to sell comics. So basically what you've got to understand is when you come to a booth at a show, and I'll just talk about the Big Dog booth in general, but um, when you come to our booth, you're going to see a couple of things. Number one is you're going to see our banners behind us. Those are designed to get you to look at our booth and have you come over to us. So if they did that, we've already won. That's number one. <laughs> number Wait, you're two. supposed to like put thought and like science into banners and shit? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah, this is a this, suck. this is a real this is a real thing. This is a thing that you do. Yeah. <laughs> then when you get to the booth, you're going to see a couple of different levels of things. You'll see some stuff standing up. You'll see some stuff sitting on the ground or, or laying down on the table. And you're going to see a mixture of things. You're going to see a mixture of like what we call the retail covers, which are basically the covers that tell the story of what's going on inside. You know, that's what you see at retail comic book stores and that kind of right. stuff. People need to know. Oh, what is this thing about? Oh, look, it's a superhero and she's fighting a dude. I get it. I understand what's happening. Then what might be standing up kind of right behind that is a cover of that same character, but maybe it's a little cutesy. Maybe it's a little sexy. Maybe it's a little, there's no logos and stuff on it. Well, that's, what, that's what's called a variant cover. It's, called, it's probably an exclusive for the show. It's probably made for that show. So it's like your, kind of your souvenir book, if you will. Like if right. you go to Disneyland, you get your souvenir things. So this would be the souvenir type of thing from the Big Dog Ink Table. And it exists because there is a separate group of people within uh, comic book buying, which sometimes overlaps and sometimes doesn't, which is basically the collectors. And the collectors kind of want everything. They they want the they want the retail cover. They want that cover that came from C two E two or from Motor City or from New York, and or they might just want everything because they like the character and they want everything, whether it's Superman, Batman, or whether it's Critter or Dorothy from us. Right. They just want it all. They they are collectors. And then from even from there, then there are the people who only buy specific types of things like pinup art and that sort of thing so i mean you're just talking about layers upon layers of people that there's a little bit of of overlap you know between these circles but each one kind of has its own thing of what they want and if you as a publisher writer creator whatever are not uh doing your best to try and attract as many of those different circles as, as you can you're really doing yourself a disservice because right. why not sell a book to somebody who wants it even if they're not going to read it? Now, as a writer, I'm a writer, and I just told somebody that I'll sell them a book if they're not going to read it. That's sacrilege, right? Right. No, because you know why? <laughs> because that guy likes it. And and at minimum, he liked my character, if nothing else. Right. He saw the character on the cover and said, hey, she's cute. Let me take that home. Well, but I mean, that's no different than, hey, that's a funny name. I'll try that beer. Hey, right. that's a, yeah. Right. It's like with anything. But there's a difference between, and, and this is what we're trying to get at. Like, there's a difference between having, like, 
you know, cute girls on a cover, but there's content and you're telling a story and it's not just, you're not just drawing these things to be like, I want to draw sexy ladies and that's how I'm going to sell my book is by drawing sexy ladies. Right. So these, there's no one here that does that. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names um, because I, I, I'm not that person, but there is a somebody within the community that I personally feel does that. I've seen the content of the books. It's not very strong. So I think that there, there's a lot of um, nudes and like different things that they use to sell the comics now. Sure. Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But other people are going to look at you. And I think they have the right to kind of be like, um, like you're kind of being sexist because at that point they're using the female form to sell books. To sell what is, at least in your opinion or whoever else, and right. it, sort of in, in the interior work doesn't match what what's on the covers and that sort of thing. Oh, right. And I get that too. And for us, yeah. even we, I'll, I'll take this another step further to kind of explain where we go because like we have a bunch of different books. So we have Penny for Your Soul, we have Legend of Oz, we have Critter, we have Scheherazade and so on. For us, when we do nude covers, it basically lands in two places. It lands in Penny for Your Soul, which is a Las Vegas-based uh, uh, series. And there's lots so, of titties in Vegas, you know, so this makes sense. It's sort of organic <laughs> to that type of it's story. It's on the level. Right, exactly. And then <laughs> the other one we'll allow nudes on is Ursa Minor because we've always had naked vampires, and that's that, that, that's histori- historically accurate. I don't know, whatever you want to call <laughs> vampires it. Vampires are real. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, the vampires are real. <laughs> they love to be naked. Hey, there was a lot of nudity in True yeah. Blood. I yes, know, right? Exactly, right. They're, so, they're always getting naked. Right. It's <laughs> But you will never see from us a, a, a nude Dorothy cover. You will never see from us a nude Critter cover. You will never see from us a nude Scheherazade cover. Right. Um, and even within Penny for Your Soul, you will never see a nude Mary Magdalene, and you will never see a nude Joan of Arc. So even then, I set up rules for what and why and how we do things for, for sort of those quote-unquote extreme covers. Right. Um, because, yeah, it, it, at some point, I, I feel like you are reaching a level where it's you're just selling the boobs then, you know? Right. Like, and, and I believe the that, word you're looking for is pandering. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> pandering and, to people who like titties, which is pretty and, much everyone, yeah, let's and, be honest. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> and in the, at the end of the day, even that is fine if you want to do it. You know, I, right. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. And, and we do it. We put boobs on the cover sometimes. Um, but I do it in a way uh, that I, I still always promote backwards. So it's like, even if you're buying the book, I say, hey, now you... You're going to read that? You're going to, you're going to go home and tell me? Like, I challenge them sometimes. I say, I want you to take that home. I want you to read it. And I want you to tell me what you think. I literally want to know what you think. In a lot of cases, uh, they'll just buy, like, the regular copy so they can read the regular copy. And then they'll collect whatever covers they want to collect and keep those kind of nice and, you know, maybe grade them or whatever. Right. But then they'll actually buy the, oh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that, that reading copy. I'll take it home and I'll, I'll send you an email or shoot you a message and I'll tell you what I think of the book. And I'm like, yes. That's because ultimately that's what I want. I will sell anybody whatever they want to buy, but I will always try and push backwards and say, make sure you read that and tell me what you think. Because, Smart. Because ultimately mm-hmm. I want them to read the insides. I want them to look at the insides too, um, because our insides are, are, I mean, I'm biased, but I think they're beautiful. And um, <laughs> you know, I would never put anything, uh, you know, on the inside that I wouldn't put on the outside. I, right. I want, I want there to be, you know. A quality level that uh, that that as soon as you open that book, I, I want to see those eyes wide. People going, "Whoa, this looks really cool!" Right. So you know the the covers, the bonus covers are just there for the collectors, the people that like specific artists, that like specific styles. And we do a lot of different styles, painted and, and you know anime versions, and you know all kinds of different stuff. Um, and and the the fact that people will just come in and just sort of judge an entire booth or a book or a brand or whatever buy a few pinup covers on a table 
is, is it's really frustrating and maddening. Um, and uh, well, I, I will give you one story that, that we had that was kind of fun. I was with Jen Brumall at a show. And thank God she was there because there was nothing I could have done about this. But um, we were there and we had a, uh, an exclusive of hers that she had done. And it was Dorothy cover. And it was a very nice Dorothy cover. Dorothy was just kind of standing there. She's in her pants. She's got her guns and her trench coat. And, you know, she's looking cool. Um, and so this woman and her husband come around the corner and they're just kind of looking at the booth. And, you know, we all see him and we're looking at him. And, and she's down over by Jen. Um, and uh, Jen looks up and, hey, guys, what's going on? How you doing? And they're like, yeah, we're good. So, you know, what are you looking for, guys? And the, the woman looks down at us all and says, something without boobs. And <laughs> basically, I just was like, well, I'm just going to sit over here and be quiet. And Jen picked up the ball and ran with it. <laughs> yes, a good and, call uh, on the being yeah. quiet. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Jen I, I can pick- add nothing positive to this that's, conversation. That's right. Yeah. right. <laughs> but Jen picked up the ball, ran with it, and was like, well, all women have boobs, and she kind of just sat up. and And the woman who was telling us, she had a nice set on her, you know. So uh, what you're saying so, is you don't even want your own boobs, correct? Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. like where are we going with this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, women have boobs and blah blah. And so Jen started going in, and uh, I was like, oh, this is this is nice, Jen. Thank you. And basically, <laughs> she just you know ran this woman down to the point where it was like, you know, uh, yeah, okay, I understand what you're doing. And, and, and here's, here's to take it even to another side is most, well, I would say most, most, some women come up and they look at it and they're like, well, you know, you've got all these, these half naked women. Where's the half naked men for me? And I'm like, oh, is that what you want? He-Man. Yeah, I'd buy the half naked men. And so I. That's so where then, He-Man is. That's oh, half exactly. naked men. <laughs> so then I go over because we've done this before. This is, this is not a new game for me. So I went over and I would grab our, our covers of Lucifer, who's a half naked angel dude. And I'd be like, well, here you go. Right here. There, there's your half naked angel dude. And basically the response is usually, oh, as if, like, you know, like they oh, thought, you actually do have that? Damn, you called my bluff. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and then, so this is it. She said, oh, yeah, that, that looks kind of cool. I'm like, cool, it's, it's three bucks. Well, what do you mean? Well, it's $3. The book is $3. You said you wanted uh, a half-naked dude on your I cover. I got you. So here it is. It's, <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's three bucks. It wasn't even, like, an expensive variant cover. It was just, like, three bucks. Right. And she was like, well, I'm not buying it. I said, well, then why do I care what you think? Right. Like, then it was like, it was a what, challenge. Why does your opinion matter? Yeah. It was a challenge to basically have a reason to call you a sexist that's or right. misogynist. That's yeah. Right. And yeah. that's so frustrating, you know? Some people just aren't happy unless they're <laughs> outraged about something. Right, right, right. Most right. people, I feel like nowadays, <laughs> everybody's got their thing and yeah. they're like, Rah. Yeah. I don't have a thing. I mean, I get hangry sometimes, but that's about it. I'm not going to insult anybody's comic, you know. Morning, just, mornings are not the best time for you. No. Mornings mornings aren't good. Afternoons sometimes aren't good. Nighttime, eh. <laughs> it just depends <laughs> on the day. <laughs> Do I, I don't know if I have any good times. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, so I like that you're able to, like, kind of take these people down a peg or two. Cause sure. They don't understand, like, what people go through in this business and, right, you know right. how how they're doing things it's a quick snap judgment right and you know don't do that man like, <laughs> i get it like if there's a like a super bloody cover and that would bother you because it's gory and offensive and like you don't want to buy that but it's just a person or a thing that might have less clothes on it's not necessarily well, like and you that's know. that's the crazy part to me in, in my mind this is the crazy part because while we have the people who are so against whatever you want to call it, the, the sexual covers or whatever, when they look at stuff like Ursa Minor, which is, you know, oh, here's a here's a bear tearing somebody's head off. Right. They're like, totally oh, cool. oh, no, that's fine. I don't care about violence yeah, at all. Blood and gore, totally fine. Yeah. Nipple, 
world's ending. Hell, That's not a, even nipple, just a, some midriff some and a little, yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. booty shot or right. something. And it's like, that's it. You're yeah. terrible. But you can, but you can tear people apart, and it's it's fine. It's not even you don't even. I mean, there's literally there's kids who watch The Walking Dead, so I understand that. But to have that to have that opinion that all violence is fine, but you can't show a butt. We all have butts, by the way, men and women. Everybody has a freaking butt, whether or not it's sizable or you know like a white girl pancake butt. It's we've all got them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So why can't we show him on the covers of comics? That's and just, ultimately the bottom line, opinion. yeah. And ultimately the, the bottom, the bottom line, line is, about butts. Is, yeah, the bottom line on butts is um, <laughs> if you see a butt on a cover and you don't like it, don't you don't have to buy it. Don't buy it. Right. Just walk away. You don't even have to engage the people. I mean, you don't have to go and tear anybody down because they're doing something to try and be creative and you know, whatever. I mean, show me your freaking comic book, lady. Right. Show exactly. But. So I'm gonna, totally, butt, I'm gonna totally yeah. sidebar. For, I'm gonna totally sidebar for a sec, Bob. Is it just me or is he like Art J? Who? Jay Adams. No. Watch him talk, like mannerisms, expression, all oh, that kind Jay. of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And then Should and that be no, happy Jay's, about this. Jay's awesome. Yeah. No, uh, Jay's former cool pro dude. wrestler, stuntman, actor, okay. good dude. Yes. Super nice guy. Yeah. I'll and also that. big tall guy. I'll take that then. Yeah. <laughs> It is not. It was not an insult. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, Art J. I know. Well, now what we need to do is get them like in the same room together. Jay's going to be here tomorrow. Oh. recording with the Red Wings. And I will not. Ooh, oh. curious. Have you so ever I've seen never us together seen in the, the same room? Right. <laughs> They're the same person. <laughs> oh man, Motor City Comic Con. The first. It's only the first day, and I'm already tired. That happens. I know, it's, that happens. It's That's sad. legit. Yeah. And it's been busy in here. It's, uh, yeah. There's been, yeah, a lot of body heat. Apparently, there's smelly people well, for walking Friday, at the table. Well, Friday, this has just been insane. Like, it's it's never like this yeah, on Friday. Yeah, I was telling Steph, I think I was here last year on a Saturday, and it was mm-hmm. packed. So yeah. I wasn't really expecting, you know, I, I figured it would be busy, but this is really, really Yeah, busy. this is crazy. Yeah. For a Friday, that's great. But like we were talking, like it's maybe great. it's because people have realized that Saturdays are ridiculous, right, right, right. And so they're now they're trying to get here on a Friday, so they're not having to deal with it, right? Yeah, I used to come like before I was making comic books. I'd come on Sunday because I'm like I'm not messing with like you know forty thousand people in a building or like whatever it is, whatever the number is. I'm not really sure, right? But it's it's too many damn people is what it is. It's a lot, yeah. It's too many damn people that don't use deodorant. It's too many damn people that don't, they will stop in the middle of the aisle and not care. And I'm trying to get to and from a bathroom and back to my booth so I can sell my stuff. And I can't move. So it's like quicksand almost. What do you think would happen if there was like an aromatherapy booth at a show? Like Dude, no. deodorant, so perfume? I just, just, I just had, that. I just hit the solution for this. <laughs> we were talking to a vendor outside while we were grabbing a smoke. And he was like, dude, he's like, I got accused of being mean to somebody because dude, dude, he stunk. Uh huh. Like it was, and I was like, all right. I said, you know, here's what they need to do. Like the con, I think every con should do this. They should like have, a radiation chamber. No, like when you walk in and you just get sprayed. No, no, down. Every, That's one idea. Every right? vendor gets like a stack of tickets, and like if somebody comes to your booth and they're just tra- like, you don't want to have, you know, you may not want to have that confrontational conversation. Be like, hey man, dude, here is your ticket to the con experience. Go to booth eight thirty seven. Like a doggy car wash, and they go to like, <laughs> like booth eight thirty seven. And like they walk into the booth, and like it just spritzes them, 
Oh, with yeah, it everything. could be like water coming out with the jets, except it's like a perfume. Right. <laughs> Just Axe body spray. Yeah, right. No, new car smell. Right. There you I go. want new car smell. But you said guys to 837, <laughs> girls to 836. Just Febreze. Sponsored by Febreze. There you go. Genius. Michael Goldman, if you're listening, and I know you are. <laughs> hey, t- we can get Daniel Tosh. He does the Febreze. He's got the Febreze, the homeless. Uh, but don't they have like the... The, the armpit and butthole and, like, ball wipers, it's called, like, dude wipes. It was on Shark Tank. <laughs> armpit, butthole. So, basically, it's a baby wipe for a man. Yeah, but it's, like, an extra heavy duty, like, a, like yeah. a, you know. But, yeah, no, it's called, like, dude wipes. It was on Shark Tank. Armpit, ball sack, butthole. That's, yeah. That's the three the tri- important the things. The triumvirate. <laughs> the three important things that you need to not smell if you're trying to get with a lady. Real that, too. <laughs> what else are you going to smell? <laughs> Bob, your face. Does it I come with Does face. it come with a stick of gum? I don't know. <laughs> and a mint. And yeah, right. <laughs> Con season is lovely. Hey, at least it doesn't. This is a big enough room, or at least it doesn't smell like Astronomicon. That was one of the worst smelling cons in the history. That was one of the worst smelling things ever. Like in the history, it was like. Mm. Oh, ju- it was intense. Yeah. Like, what did I say it was? Weed and was juggalo like, weed, butts. Yeah, no, weed jackets and juggalo buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I caught hell from the uh, organizers for you that, did. too. You did. But you were accurate. No, I, I wasn't lying. I, go, oh, I said, I, go, I sung your praises for an hour, and that's what you take out of that podcast. It's, it's the butthole part, because, you know, that's all right. everybody's going to remember right. is the butthole part. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to remember of this whole conversation. So. Instead of selling chocolates and, yeah, we should sell dude wipes next dude year. Dude wipes. See, we need to get dude wipes into convention. Right, right. At, like, dude wipes Like, is it assault if you something. hit somebody with a, a Febreze? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, if just somebody's at your booth, you just, I still say, like, the alien airlock, and then, like, you get, like, Febreze is hard, and you get to, you get to enter. So I'm going to see if I can get a, I'm going to see if I can get an Axe body spray, uh, uh endorsement here i'm going to give you the axe body spray convention story it's a small it's a short one but basically <laughs> you all remember the axe body sprays where like the dude sprays himself and like angels fall out of the sky oh yeah, yeah. stuff like that okay so they're all <laughs> ridiculous but so i didn't used to use the stuff obviously and uh i went to WonderCon one year and i don't know why but i ended up having it and so i used it i sprayed it on walking around doing my thing that whole show and this has never happened before in my life the entire show i had women coming up to me as they were at the booth or whatever and they'd be like damn you smell great so axe body spray is legit everybody <laughs> i'm gonna tell you that right now and it, it doesn't hurt that tom's a t- you know like a good looking dude that you know <laughs> that didn't hurt him at all but sure it was all the axe, it body, was the axe spray. body spray yeah. yes that was it you can uh, contact me bigdogging.com for that <laughs> Life, He's su- lifetime for that, supply that axe money yep mm-hmm. <laughs> It was just so bizarre. I, I have never had anyone tell me before, prior, and uh, I've, I've used it since. So There you go. There it is. There it is. The ladies don't lie, man. <laughs> the ladies don't lie. Because sometimes, like, people have too much axe on, and oh, you're just like, sure. oh, my God. Like, did you fill a tub with it and then lay in it for six hours? You've got to have is the right blood... cloud, you know, level. <laughs> yes. You're supposed to spray it and then walk through it. You Correct. don't spray it. Like all up on you. That's all I'm saying. You're not applying a clear coat. See now, <laughs> now hold on. I'm, I'm on dude wipes, dudeproducts.com, and it's it's alcohol and paraben free because nasty dumps don't need nasty ingredients. Oh my god. 
Wow, that's really graphic. Wow, um, that's a. Uh, and then they see fragrance free, so you don't get blindsided by a buttload of lavender. These guys are a riot. <laughs> like, I want to work there. <laughs> you could. I think you could write for them. See now, here's the for the balls. Now it says aloe and vitamin E to protect your sensitive sides and leave you feeling fresh. So is that like ball taint sensitive sides? I don't know what the hell that would mean. <laughs> See what you started. <laughs> How did I? I didn't start this, you know. And see, so basically, we, or you're just going to start the con from the dark side now, right? Everything right. else is edited. Yeah, start All right now. <laughs> oh my god, and they have dude powder, so you can like, so you don't get chafed if it's sweaty. He's going to go to the website and buy like all of these and try them out and see, you know. He's going to have a box show up at his hotel room tomorrow morning. <laughs> Face wipes? What the hell you want to need those for? Mother of God. Have you ever had a sweaty face and it's, like, disgusting? No. Never? Never. Never had a sweaty face and it was disgusting. No, I used those, um... I got the, uh, Come on. No. <laughs> we I did, all like, have. At, at um, <laughs> events, I get, like, those dry towels. Like, those, uh... Um, what the hell are they called? They're like, you, you rinse them with water. Like a towel? And yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you rinse them with water, and then they're like 20 degrees well, cooler. Then, I have no towels. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. The, um, Dwayne, the Dwayne Wade towels. <laughs> I missed that. From the commercial. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I use face wipes. All, like, well, I'm a girl, so I use all that stuff. Girls have a lot of things. I've, I, That's very sexist, by the way. You is it? it? Yeah. Is it sexist? Because you said girls, yeah. Well, a lot of girls right. do you use can't that general, stuff. You can't generalize. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm a girl, and I'm going to generalize. I know a lot of other girls. Well, I should say I know all other girls, and I can make that assumption based on knowing every single female on the planet. So there we go. There That's the thing. There it is. Yeah. All right, anything else we want to dive into? No, I think we're good. I think I, th- I think we've done it again. Ending on a low note is that no no pun intended. And any, ending <laughs> on Bob's balls. Yeah, let's, let's end there. I did yeah. not have a cup on because I'm not wearing spandex. <laughs> and and we Pants. thank you for that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for you know keeping it keeping it tight down there, Bob. Actually, it's top right there. Top five cosplay that I've seen so far. Yeah. There's some good people. There's some people like like this is like their Super Bowl. Like they've been working for this. All year. Oh yeah, when we were pulling up in the Uber today, we saw all those people were like pulling pieces out the of the predator, car. like the guy and girl predator. Yeah, yeah, it was really kind of cool to watch because they're like almost fully dressed and they have like tubs filled with like pieces and they're putting the rest on in the parking lot before sure. they come in. I mean, that's like a lot of dedication. Like my dream cosplay like, <laughs> is to like the, with me and my wife to do the they live couple, but I do not want to uh, wear a mask all day. That would be my personal hell. You'd have to. Well, I mean, you'd have to. You could do it with latex. Right, and like, not like a regular mask, but like you know, build it on your face, but it would still be sweaty. I had to do makeup point. for Theater Bazaar, and I had like shit in my like eyelids for like three days. <laughs> Shitty eyelids. Yes, that's why you need face wipes. I need there you Because go. <laughs> <laughs> you get shit in your eyelids, Bob. Seriously, there's your ending note. <laughs> All right, until next time. We'll see you, you on the you other side. You almost said keep it in, you didn't you? No, I didn't. You I just didn't know how it. I was going to end it. But I like to see you on the right. other side. So this was another Tales from the Con side. I don't know how many. Uh, tales, Tales, Tales from the Con side. Maybe. That's good. We'll, we'll, we'll ask around when <laughs> Play people some listen. some creepy-ass music underneath yeah. that. It's possible. We'll have, to, we'll have to let the listeners decide okay. how we end our shows. Juggalo music? No. 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 That, we, we draw a line somewhere. There, and All right, that's cool. One, that's one of them. Beat it.
Nice. Woo. <laughs>